Dracula, a radio play, based on the novel by Bram Stoker, adapted by Cruz Flores. Transylvania. My dear, you must rest. I held watch over you last night. You slept only two hours. If I must live with this sickness, I shall use it to my advantage. With this additional time, I shall review our notes for any hidden detail we may have overlooked. The mental exertion may be what is keeping you awake more than anything else. I can feel myself changing. I grow weaker during the day while my strength returns at dusk. I no longer recoil at the thought of blood, which before only induced revulsion. Jonathan, you must promise me, really promise me. You will not hesitate to destroy me if I am corrupted and turn against our cause. I do. I will, but I refuse to believe you are capable of any evil design. If you become like him... Mina, if you become a vampire, I shall still be your husband. In life, in death, and whatever may come after. I would rather be damned with you than in grace apart. I wouldn't be myself then, but rather a thing of evil. Who is to say you must fall to evil? If there really are devils and demons, why can't there also be seraphim and archangels? You could be alike to St. Michael, casting devils to perdition whence they came. Lucy was the archangel Ariel when we played tableau over the summer. It was the only instance I was ever jealous of her. All the time she passed fighting him with her mind, preventing him from penetrating her soul. I don't know if I can be so strong. I know what it is to feel his influence bearing down on you. I felt it when he held me prisoner. I rarely saw him in person, and yet his presence suffocated me. You can fight it, Mina. I know you will be able, because I shall be with you. Quincy, John, were you able to find anything? Carfax was vacated, along with any evidence it had ever been inhabited. The Count must have left our catawampus, though. He just gave it a lick and a promise. There were still some papers burnt in the manner described by Mrs. Harker. They were mostly illegible, save for one which had the name Thomas Snelling in Piccadilly. That must be why I saw him in London. Indeed. Mr. Snelling is a lawyer and a business manager of some kind. He spoke to me after I told him I was the Count's doctor and it was deathly urgent that I find him. How could you meet with him in London? Surely you didn't travel there in return since this morning. We sent a telegram and then I was able to speak to him directly via the telephone service at the post office. The communication was instant. Astonishing. Mr. Snelling told me that Count Dracula had closed all his accounts, sold his properties and even hired labourers to transport his belongings. He didn't know where they were moving them to, however. Ah, friend John, Mr. Morris. What have you been able to discover in your investigation? Precious little, unfortunately, other than Count Dracula has completely abandoned his former properties and is intent on travelling somewhere else, though for his destination we are in the dark. I think I have found the answer in my studies. I have put considerable research into the history of this Count Dracula and his reign in the country of Wallachia. He told me some of this in the guise of a family history. He was a great military leader and a king at one time, was he not? Exactly true, Mr. Harker. 
I would dare say he was even being modest about the extent of his power. He was said to personally control great armies as if they were puppets. He could instill terror in his opponents from across battlefields. Eventually, nearly all of Eastern Europe feared his reputation. Rumours arose that he was more than a man, but also a sorcerer and an alchemist. His own people believed he found a way to unnaturally prolong his life. From our vantage point, we can conclude they were correct. He became Nosferatu, undead, but his abilities to control people, animals, on the very elements, as well as transfigure his shape, suggest he has become more powerful than any other vampire yet known. These are not encouraging words, Professor. I thought you said you knew where he was headed. Quite right, Mr. Morris. Our enemy also has disadvantages we can capitalize on. He has accomplished a protracted life, but not like you or I have lived. Like the snake, he has had to go long spans without feeding and become lethargic, so that when he wakes up, he must start over again with a brain more like his child. While he was here, he was slowly gaining more experience, but his child brain kept him dull, unimaginative. So, when he encountered difficulty, his only thought was to return home, for he is most powerful. His castle in Transylvania. That is where I think he is going, and that is where we must pursue him. For if he reaches it, he will be beyond our ability. It's true. The outside of the castle appeared as like a ruin, but by some magic he was able to transform the interior to a fortress. We could never breach it on our own. He could hold up there and wait us out then. Outlast us. And his evil would continue past when our natural lifespans were over, save for Mina, who has been given the vampire's baptism of blood. She would become one like him and serve that evil, instead of fight against it as she does now. Travel to his homeland could take months, and we have no idea what method he's using for transport, or what route he's taking. Ever since he made me drink his foul blood, I have felt him continue to attack my unconscious mind while I slept. He has been searching and probing to find a way to corrupt me, as he did Lucy, but I have sensed him as well. I have felt swaying and smelt salt air. I am certain he is on the ocean. That would also be consistent with his thinking. It was by boat that he came to this country before. If we knew where he was docking, we could intercept him by train. It is with the help of Madame Mina we may be able to find our prey. Her connection with the Count allows him to torment her from a great distance, but it is like the modern telephone. An open line that can allow us to observe him as well. As of now, she can only do this while asleep, and only what he lets slip. But if V could guide Mina while she is half asleep, she would be in control of her observations and report what she sees. Mesmerism. You're speaking of putting me under hypnosis. Professor, if she does this, won't she be even more vulnerable to that evil influence? Mina, I don't want you in any more danger. The greater danger is in failing to capture him before he is lost to us. The professor is right. He may be powerful, but he is also clumsy and obtuse. I can slip into his mind far more surreptitiously than he has tried to enter mine, and I relish the opportunity to turn his means of assault back onto him. We must begin at once, professor. The link of our minds is strongest in the evening, but I have the most control at dusk and daybreak. Very well. Please sit here in front of this candle. I shall swing my pocket watch in front, and I would like you to focus your attention on the light. Good. Now count down from ten. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Madam Mina Harker, please describe to us what you see. Darkness. He must still be asleep in his casket. 
What do you hear? I hear waves and the creaking of wood. I can hear men stamping overhead as they run about. They are shouting. Can you hear what they are saying? They are using mostly nautical language I don't understand. Rigging, yardum. It is all a great din. Try to focus your attention on one voice. Any words they speak might have useful information. There is one voice that carries over the tumult. He is shouting orders to the others, admonishing them. He is saying, Avast? No, Varna. He's saying Varna. That is the port he came from on the Demeter. He must be returning the same way. Professor, wake her, please. She should not expose herself any more than is necessary. Uh, yes, you are right. Mina, awaken. I have traveled near that land. It is wolf country. We best pack Winchesters if that is where we are headed. Practical, Mr. Morris. We will supply ourselves before boarding a train in London to go eastward. We should go to the port of London first. We can find the name of the ship bound for Varna. Very sensible, friend John. The noose is tightening on our trap. We will, however, need all of our brains and bravery together when it is time to assail him. I care for nothing now, except to wipe this brute off the face of creation. just passed Vienna on the way to Budapest. It is October the 15th, a quarter past five o'clock in the afternoon. Afternoon? You have left me to sleep a whole night and a day? You have been wakeful so long with so little rest. I was happy to see you so calm and sweet. Everything else was put out of my mind and I thought, I am as happy now as I suppose I shall ever be. A strange place for such thoughts. Long ago when you left the first time, I dreamt of traveling with you, and here is that dream realized. Life has a way of giving you exactly what you want, but not in the way you had imagined. May I have my vanity mirror? There is less change than yesterday. I have grown paler, and either more difficult to see, or my eyes are failing me. The evening draws near. I am certain your hypnotic sessions with Professor Van Helsing are accelerating your transformation. The Professor has not mentioned any suspicions. He has kept them hidden because he is so desperate in his pursuit. He has not allowed you to receive blood transfusions for the same reason. These abilities are those of a vampire, and the more frequently you act upon them, the more you be- Ah, Madame Mina. It is good you are awake. We can continue our remote viewing. Professor, is this really necessary? We know where the Count will be. We are headed there to lie in wait for him, and we have not been able to gleam any more useful information than her first attempt. That is not true, Mr. Harker. With the help of Mina, we know he is still on board the Tsarina Katarina and still sailing towards Varna. It is of vital importance to know that our situation has not changed. Now, Mina, are you ready? Yes. I believe I am practiced enough. I can proceed without counting. Very well. Now relax and describe what you can sense. I can feel swaying to and fro. I smell salt air. I can hear the sailors shouting. Today is different. They are singing together and playing music. They are celebrating. There's something else. I can see wooden planks, faintly. It is still dark, but I can see the hold of the ship. Does that mean he's awake? Do you see anything else? Can you see his casket or any other cargo? No. I can only see the inner walls. It is too dark even to see the ceiling or the floor. If I concentrate, however, I can move. 
There is no cargo. The whole ship appears empty. There must be stairs somewhere. I'm going further into the ship. The noise of the sailors is growing neither louder nor fainter. Professor, what do you make of this? Professor, are you able to hear me? Where are you? Jonathan? Little Nina. You professed you would not come at my call, and yet here you have come all the same. I am not here to serve you. That is not a choice for you to make. What you are, what you will become, and what you will be is completely under my control. I do not fear you. You cannot hurt me here. <laughs> Brave little one, it matters not at all where you are. Your will is nothing compared to my patience. A lifetime for you will pass, but a moment for me. And then you will be my bride and act as my jackal. When I command you to heal, you will be at my foot, and when I tell you to eat, you will save yourself on all who would oppose me. The old man, the stupid doctor, even your former husband. Together, we can be masters of the world. Just as I would not be your servant, I would force no one to call me master. With all your years, you have not even mastered yourself. You are more animal than lord. Why do you struggle so, when all that lays before you is a gift? You shall have freedom over death and over the pitiful existence of your dull life. I have seen your mind, your frustration for thwarted ambition, the resentment you hold for those you profess to love. I offer you the power to take what you want. Why do you turn away? I have seen what you offer. Lucy was my friend. She was good and kind and you killed her. You turned her into a mindless slave, and worse, a disgusting thing as you are. And yet you have availed yourself on my blessings, and grown comfortable using them. The beauty of my revenge lies in every step you take towards me, bringing you closer to my domination. I have no need for your blessings. I have Jonathan, Dr. Seward, Quincy Morris, and Professor Van Helsing, and together we are bringing justice for Lucy upon you. The last of your vision will be a stake through your heart before your head is wrenched from your body. You come by train. You will never harm, foolish girl. When we meet again, you will kneel before your master. Wake up, Mina, please. We are discovered. He knows where we are. We are lost. He is not coming. We don't know that. It is not unheard of for a ship to be delayed in this part of the world. Until we are certain, we must remain here at the hotel. Perhaps another hypnotic session? No. The connection is severed. He will no longer allow me an avenue into his thoughts, but I know his mind still. He knew we were travelling here, and he has found some way to escape us. I am inclined to believe the lady. It's been a week now. Professor, are you sure your man sending you information is reliable? Very much so. He is an adjuster for Lloyds of London. On men, one must reserve one's faith. But insurance companies always know where to find their ship. Ah! That will be today's telegram. The Tsarina Katerina arrived in Port Galatz two days ago. Then it's as we feared. Shall we board the next train to Galatz, then? 
I don't reckon he's going to be waiting on the likes of us. He's had two days to clear out, plus how long it'll take to get there. I say we quit this balderdash and go directly where he's heading and ambush him there. If he spies us and slips around to arrive at his castle, that will be the end of it. We'll have wasted our last chance. We can't track him if we don't know what route he's taken. We'll just have to travel to Galatz and start from there. Gentlemen, gather around this map. I have been giving a great deal of consideration to our enemy's thought process. Abraham has told us that he is inclined to return to his old patterns, and I believe that reveals why he chose the port of Galatz. You see here it is very close to the Danube River, which runs far across this land until it flows close to the location of his castle. So far he has travelled almost exclusively on water, and especially when he has none of his countrymen to escort him while he must be in his coffin. I have no doubt he has commissioned a small boat to transport him there, around the Borgo Pass. I could give no better a lecture myself, Madamina. Now we must decide the best method to hunt our quarry. Horses. If we can find some six-shooter horses and ride like greased lightning down along this river, we can cut him off before he gets to Borgo. We would have to ride them at a gallop all day and night, Quincy. You and I have done that before, but... I cannot, and neither can Abraham. Gentlemen, I have attempted as best I could to be of service to this noble cause, but I am afraid I will not be able to help in the final assault. It is true we cannot follow on horses, and it would be folly for us all to go directly to his castle. But if Madamina and I were to secret to his castle, I may be able to remove some of the magic he holds there, and that he is so desperate to return to. Professor, if you go there, to the very den of the beast, you will not find merely idle magic. There remain three women, servants of Count Dracula, nearly as powerful and matching in evil. They would find you before you could reach them during the daytime. That is precisely why I would require Mina to accompany me. We know she can sense him, ergo she should be able to sense his brides as well. Without their masters, their power should also be severely diminished. And if you accomplish your mission to reach his coffin before he arrives, they will have no power at all. They will return to the dust from which they were made, and Mina will be free of her poison. I agree. Jonathan, I have every faith you can ride with Quincy and Dr. Seward fast enough to vanquish that monster, but it would also be wise to hold insurance. Have faith in me now as well. You know I do. When we were married, we vowed to walk with our horrors hand in hand. Too often we have had to break that vow, and never to good consequence. I had hoped for a wife, not a soldier, but what a dauntless soldier you have been. I have faith we will meet at the sight of our greatest pain, victorious together. I love you, Wilhelmina. I love you, John. Professor, I can go no further. I must rest or fall here on the road. Keep strength. For only a few more steps, my child. We, we shall camp here for the night at that outcrop to shield us from the snow. Oh, this blizzard has made our trek more arduous than I had planned. It is not the snow that disturbs me, Abraham. We have arrived. The castle is just over that hill. My God! You are right, my dear. Can you sense it? I can see it, as clearly as I can see you. 
This whole land is his domain, and I can feel his devilry like a poison in my very bones. The women vampires, they know we are here. We cannot escape from them. Do not touch the circle I am making around our camp. It is a sacred host and will burn you like the forehead, but hopefully it will keep you safe from those wicked creatures. Uh, do not fear for me, Abraham. There are none still living in all the world safer from them than I am. Come closer to the rocks, Mina, and lay beneath the blankets. I feel neither cold nor heat anymore. Professor, whatsoever you have planned to contend against these women, you would be wise to save for me as well. I don't know what will happen when they arrive. I only know they are closing in on us, and as they do, I can feel my soul fight to stay within me. Every part of my being is yearning toward a grey twilight away from the pleasure and pain of my mortal self. I am tripping in the dark as I was when I tried to slip into the Count's mind, only to be led into his trap. I am afraid for my poor Jonathan. My lingering condition can only mean he was unsuccessful in his pursuit, and we are here defenseless at the mercy of that monster when he arrives. Good, Madame Mina. We must not despair yet. Dr. Seward, Mr. Quincy, and your Jonathan have most likely been held up by the same forces that have obstructed our journey. That means that Count Dracula must also be hindered. You are correct, however, that I have planned for such a contingency. The water skin, I asked you to keep warm for as long as we could. Now is the time for it. Uh, please, if you could open it for me. My fingers do not have enough feeling anymore. Professor, use our matches to start a fire. At this rate, the coals will take you before we have any confrontation. Nine. We must wait here for as long as possible under cover of darkness. It is imperative that they think we are defenseless until... Now! <clears throat> Divine flame upon you! Dear God, she flashed a blaze like kindling. Oh, yes. She must have been particularly flammable. <laughs> oh, a little joke. Let us set our campfire. I doubt the other she-vampires will be so reckless as our companions. Now, you see why I agreed to stop at the chapel where you and Jonathan were wed? Where you spoke with the abbess, I secreted holy water for our defense. I have not been able to repent as I did for the communion wafers, but... If we are still living at the end, I promise to atone. Oh, thank you, dear Mina. I can feel the warmth coming back to my body. I wish I could also know such relief, Professor. As well you can, my child, if you come with us. Join us, sister. Of your own will, and you'll be rewarded when our master returns. Out, foul beasts! You cannot enter this circle. We are protected here. <laughs> More correctly, you are trapped, foolish old man. We are not animals afraid of the torch you wave before us. Your sister would have been wise to shrink from our fire. For all your talk of sisterhood, neither of you appear to mourn her greatly. One leaves and another joins us. Sentimental feelings do not endure the centuries as we do, child. She will not become a gross consort to your evil as long as there is breath in my lungs. Are we so repellent to you, father? Fix your eyes upon my form by the light of the fire. Am I not the perfect model of womanhood you have denied yourself? Can you imagine your youth restored in eternity to study the mysteries of the world? All for the price of a kiss. Do you want to kiss 
these lips. Yes. Abraham. Now that I can see you clearly, I no longer wish to harm such a beauty. I can think of nothing I more desire than to become one with you. I give myself fully to you, my love. Professor, I have you. Tell me what happened. I hid my last host upon my tongue and pushed it into her throat. It was a kiss she paid dearly for. I had to allow her to drain my blood, though. I fear I have lost too much for me to continue. Rest here, Abraham. We shall be safe for now. But not for long, my sister. The snow already covers those little crumbs the old man spread around. Before sunup, they will have lost all effect, and I shall step freely to prepare you for our master. Your flesh is already not your own, silly girl. Give yourself to me, and I shall protect you from him. She will try to tempt you to leave our circle. Do not give in to her, Madamina. I have already made enough acquaintance with your master as I wish. I thought little of him and even less of you. You say you can wait, but we have already used your waiting against you. As we speak, he is being hunted like vermin, and before daybreak you will be nothing but ash. My Jonathan will send him to the perdition he belongs. <laughs> your Jonathan. Your Jonathan has evidently not been forthcoming about our acquaintance. Did he claim to be chased and resist our temptations to spare your delicate English sensibility? In truth, he is more my Jonathan than yours. Perhaps when our master makes him our servant, I can instruct you on the cravings he's never revealed to you. That's quite enough. You have convinced me to embrace my new identity, as well as you. I have received words from our master. You may choke me to your content. I am not going to choke you. Professor, I am spent. I can do no more. I told you you would kneel when we next met. Come, no tears, little Mina. There was no other end possible but my benevolent ownership of you. It is time to rejoice the end of your old life and the beginning of our reign as one. You will not have her! Seward, take him while he's distracted. Quincy, your knife. I can't hold him. Uh, you will not cheat me of my dominion. You ain't going nowhere, you son of a bitch. Quincy, are you hurt? He got me pretty deep. Did I get him, though? Is he dead for good? He is finished. You did it, Quincy. Man, I done right by Lucy at last. <laughs> Quincy, 
I know she loved you just as much as she did me, and I can think of no greater brother I could have in love with her than you. I will hold you both in my heart until the end of my days when we can all be together again. Mina, are you alright? Jonathan? I can feel the sun on my face. It's really over. Diary of Mrs. Mina Harker After seven years, Jonathan and I took a holiday from our firm, Harker & Harker, to at last fulfill our wish to see Transylvania again together. We brought along young Quincy to see the grave of his valiant namesake. The castle remained, a ruin now inside and out. Who could now imagine this was the site of one of the most terrible battles in the history of Christendom? One day we will tell Quincy the story of the four men and two women who through love and gallantry fought the darkest evil the world has ever known, and the price they paid for him to live in peace. This has been Dracula, a radio play. Adapted by Cruz Flores. Audio editor, Shireen Khan. For more information and a full cast list, visit dracularadio.podbean.com. If you would like to support the show, please go to co-fi.com forward slash dracularadio.